episode 15 of the Smash Accept podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty underscore Dad FF. We got another great show with a lot of trades sent in from you guys, um, and we have a great guest on. But before we get into that, I want to introduce my co-host, uh, John, to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well. What's up, y'all? Hey, John at Dynasty underscore Trades. Been looking forward to getting back into the Smash Accept pod here. Running backs. There's nothing more important than running backs in, in Dynasty, right, Mike? That's what everybody wants to hear about. You know, we've had a, a very exciting first nine weeks of the year, you know, and that means there's only four weeks left to the playoffs. You guys got week 10 through 13 to get yourself set up. If you're in the right kind of leagues, you know, 14, 15, 16 are your playoffs. And we're going to, you know, break things up here with the Smash Accept crew. Right now, we have some other exciting things going on. We got the Twitter Superflex mock. I know you just made your first, uh, your right. first election there, and that's the guy we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without spoiling the show, that was just a little foreshadowing. Um, but you guys can obviously follow us on Twitter. But tonight we have a special treat. You know, a guy who, you know, I've been interacting with Twitter on Twitter and, and probably for the longest time in out of anybody I know. Um, he's from Dynasty Trade Calculator, the co-host of Dynasty Wall Street. I refer to him as Mr. Third Place himself, Riley Bymaster. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Doing well. What's up, boys? Um, yeah. Third place, it's that league. I have, I think I've won third place in that league every year since it's been in existence. And I was in college when that started. It's been a while, and I think I've nailed down third every single year. Hey, so third place gets your money back. You know what I mean? And that's where that's where it's the been whole thing free. Started. Yeah, exactly. It's been free every, every single year. You know, I'm the the treasurer of that league, and I'm like Riley. You just want me to transfer it over so you don't have to pay. I mean, it's been yep. it's a long time running joke here, but. You know, I want you and I make a ton of dynasty trades. You know, I'm in multiple leagues with you. Just got into another one again today. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit with our listeners here is, you know, what makes you and I have made some of the best trades. You know, we're, we're going to talk about Dalvin Cook today. You and I made a deal with him. Um, what for you makes a dynasty trade when you're making that interaction with the other, you know, your other owner in that league? How do you go about your dynasty trades? And what's like a trade secret, you know, that, basically works for us and works for you in, in other situations. Yeah. I don't know if I have any hidden trade secrets I've got that I'm about to release or even have uh, to begin with, but you know, I'll be honest. I used to be the guy who really wanted to milk as much out of you as I could, because I thought if I could do that five trades in a row, I could group that together and then throw something at the wall and have something big hit. Then I started to change. Cause I started being known as the, the nickel and dimer and the guy who's like, Oh, you want a fourth too, right? asshole wasn't that the Um, thing from uh dynasty wall street just throw in a third and then just throw in a third yeah i coined that phrase yeah exactly and then you know a lot of people don't like that apparently so over the years i've kind of you know shifted to to more of you know what i'll overpay here if i have to i'm not going to worry about it because if i do that i'm probably going to get the guy i want and if he performs to the way i expect we're going to win titles so i've kind of shifted a little bit i don't i don't worry about that as much anymore but really the thing is you don't always have to win every deal and it's always just making sure that you give the guy something that he needs. You know, you're not always going to, you're not always going to get to keep all of your favorite players and, you know, acquire the ones you want to acquire. You're going to have to, you know, let your profits run and, you know, cut your losses. So uh, going off of what John and I were talking about before the show, but um, yeah, you know, you got to give and take and that's what it's all about. Yeah. And, and John and I talk about it all the time. It's the stock market, you know, it's, it's buy low, sell high. And I feel like a lot of owners, you, you talk about you want this certain player, you know, but they're not willing to shift in any kind of direction. They just have that rigid 
you know, form of what they want. And I felt like before we got on air, you and I were talking about it with you and I, it's just mutual respect. And I feel like that is a big thing when you guys are making trades is, is communication and respect. Like if you're willing to make a little move here and there, that's how you make it done. It's the, the owners that are super rigid. They don't want to make any kind of alterations to their deal. You know, like it's, it's this or, or it's nothing, or they want to add things at the very end. So, you know, I just figured since you and I made so many trades there, John, I don't know if you want to chime in on any like little tips as far as when you're making deals, how you finish them up as well. No, for sure. I, I, I like what Riley had to say, and you, you definitely got to think about the other team and, and make sure that it's working for them. But at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, we're talking Wall Street here. You're trying to turn a profit. I was going to bust your chops a little bit. You're not really doing that at third every year, but um, actually you got to respect that consistency. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, look, I think we're going to get into it, right, Mike? But Hey, are, are you buying Dalvin Cook high right now? Are you buying a, a stock that's priced pretty high already? I think we're going to quickly show you all that you can actually still ride that stock and still make a really nice profit on it. This depends on what you give up. So yeah, let's get well, into it. Hey, let's jump right into that. And uh, Riley, who won that league last year? I'm not trying to. I'm... Uh oh. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, it was me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. oh I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot already. It's, all right. Well, you know, I'm like, brag there. Yeah. yeah, running the table this year, too. So, all right. So the first thing we're going to talk about is Dalvin Cook, obviously. You know, two weeks ago against the Packers, 32 touches, 226 scrimmage yards, four touchdowns. Basically, if you had him on your team, it was a guaranteed win. And then we look at this past week against the Lions, another 22 touches, 206, two more touchdowns. 9.4 yards per carry. So he's absolutely exploded over these last two weeks, a la Derrick Henry in the playoffs last year. And this is the kind of performance that has people excited where if you have Dalvin Cook on your team and he puts up these kind of numbers weeks 15 and 16, you're getting paid. You know, And I feel like that's what everybody's super excited about right now. Um, he's the leading fantasy running back right now. If you exclude Kamara and McCaffrey, he's putting up nine points per game higher than the next highest running back. I mean, that that's incredible. That's such a positional advantage that you just can't overlook. Um, coming into week 10, 144 carries, 858 yards, 12 touchdowns, which puts him on pace for just a ridiculous 1,800 scrimmage yards and 24 touchdowns. Um, what are you guys doing right now? I mean, obviously, that's that's the positive end of Dalvin Cook. Are you guys are you guys into the the form of buying Dalvin Cook based off what's happening? Or are you guys a little bit reluctant to see what's going on based off of some of the prior history? Because we know the injury concerns. I mean, if you go to sportsinjurypredictor.com, Dalvin Cook has a 96% chance of injury, which is the highest in the entire league. You know, you look at things like 2014 is when it all started. You know, you got had a labrum tear. 2016, another labrum tear. Uh, 2018. We went or 2017, he had that grade three ACL tear, 2018 hamstring. You know, he's the the pot, the injuries have piled up. And we kind of forget about that a little bit because of the performances that have had lately. So what are you guys doing with Dalvin Cook right now? Are you guys believe in the hype that we're putting him in that top tier right now and you guys are buying? Or is this time that we should really strike while the iron's hot and get you know our peak value? I mean, I'll just go ahead and, you know, I'll give the cliche answer to start. But if you have any sort of chance at winning, you are absolutely buying Dalvin right now. I mean, he's he has put up, what, almost 500 yards the last couple of weeks with like six touchdowns. I mean, it's it's unreal. Every time I look at the uh, the score app and I, I swipe over to the stat box, Dalvin rushed for a 70-yard touchdown. I'm like, geez, he, I mean, he's not stopping right now, which is great for those of us 
who took him 101 in 2017 and then had the years of McCaffrey and Mixon below and Kamara and Hunt even later. And you're like, that sucked. Uh, even Corey Davis, who some of us took 102 ahead of some of those other guys. So it's been a great it's been a great year for uh, Corey Davis and Dalvin Cook drafters. Um, but yeah, you're you're buying Dalvin right now. I mean, he's he's the guy. He's going to get you there, and he's going to win you a title. Yeah, absolutely. On the on the flip side here, you know, we're talking about rebuilding. I mean, what are some offers that you're, John? We're going to break down all of everybody else's trades, but yeah. what are some moves that you're looking to make? I know a couple weeks back we really talked about some insulated trades moving off Kamara mm-hmm. and Dalvin. But right now, everyone's got that fever, you know, and they want to really get them trades in there. What are some moves that you're looking to make, you know, to pick up Dalvin Cook or to move Dalvin Cook in a rebuild? I got a fever right now, Mike. I do. I do. do you? A little Dalvin Cook and a little cowbell. Um, yeah, there we go. There we go. Thank you for that. No, so, look, I I, I really, I, I first of all agree with Riley. If you're, if you're making a run, he's a buy. Okay, let's start with that. And what was holding him back was the injury history and the contract. But I mean, just looking at ahead, he just signed a five-year, $63 million contract extension, folks. So he's going to be around for a while in that offense. Can he stay healthy really will be the question. But the way I look at it is that's a challenge for just about every running back. I mean, look at what, what's now happening with Christian McCaffrey after that huge workload. We, are, we just lost Saquon Barkley. We lost Miles Sanders for part of the season. Nick Chubb's been banged up. I mean, that's just the way it goes. So uh, even on teams where I'm, I'm going for it maybe next year or even the following, Dalvin's still a good guy to build your team around. And I'm very comfortable slotting him now into the, the top three, three to four running backs, right? We're, we're going to probably debate that, right? But yeah. yeah, I mean, the kind of trades I'm looking for, if I'm moving Dalvin Cook to a contender, you really got to start by at least trying to secure – two firsts and maybe a little bit of more. I mean, I think you really would try to get maybe three firsts out of it or you're, you're trying to get like a big, big piece, someone that you, you want to go after maybe one of these rookie running backs. The list is pretty long. Um, your insulated trades, right? Mike, like you're getting a rookie running back and a first or maybe a couple of additional picks, right? So Taylor, CEH, Dobbins, um, James Robinson and Swift, and, and Antonio Gibson are all good options to be going after as well. And I, and I like Cam Akers. So maybe you get a couple of those guys for Dalvin Cook and you can build your team around that. But you really got to make sure that you shop him and you're getting the absolute best possible deal for a guy because that stock is absolutely riding a wave. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. You know, don't just take that first offer that comes in there for Dalvin Cook unless it blows you away. You know, if you guys are going to make it, we we say it all the time on the show, you know, make sure you guys communicate, communicate, communicate with your league. You know, you want to make sure you put it out there. Hey, I'm trying to, you know, I'm possibly moving Dalvin Cook here. Let's get some offers. Um, you had a great point there. Obviously, you know, with the holdout, um, we were looking at deals in, in right. June, July, where right. we were talking about Jacobs or Chubbs straight up for Cook. You know, I'm taking this off Trade Finder. Um, I saw Todd Gurley in a 209. That guy's kicking himself. Come you know, Austin, Austin, Austin Eckler in a third. Um, Miles Sanders and the 112 for Dalvin Cook in the 209. I mean, all these trades, We sometimes we really just overreact, you know, especially in the offseason like that. Now the prices you're going to have to pay for Dalvin Cook are – through the roof you know i mean i'm considering buying him right now in the udpl2 with tyler gunther he made an offer today and i'm i'm having a hard time with it you know he offered me um he 
he's pretty much he sent out Dalvin Cook, Jared Goff, Alexander Madison, and Darius Slayton, and he wants Joe Burrow, um, Chris Godwin, and Kareem Hunt. And for me, I'm I'm really like I'm all in. It's a points per carry. I have Kamara, I have Aaron Jones, I have Mixon, you know, and it like that points per carry league, when you guys can get running backs like Dalvin Cook, you know, I'm I'm gonna be considering downgrading obviously to Goff and downgrading, you know, to Darius Slayton. But what do you guys think of that potential trade? The key to there or the, the, the key there to that trade is getting Alexander Madison back. If you go by Dalvin, yeah. you need to no, I'm not saying go pay at you know out the wazoo Alexander Madison, but you need to be willing to give a second and some change for Madison because he is a huge insurance policy. Yeah. Just in and case Dalvin goes down next maybe week. Maybe the single best insurance and, policy. And that was the thing, is like I really wanted to make sure that was a part of the deal. Um and from what we've seen, I mean, he's a capable backup and he's a guy that you have to have there. You know, I know there was a time we were talking about Madison could do just the same thing as Dalvin Cook, and that's clearly not in that same range, but he's a guy that you want to handcuff. You know, there are only a few premium handcuffs and he's definitely one of them. Let's just jump right into our trades here. Now Um, we got a lot of Dalvin cook trades sent in. I mean, you guys are really hitting us up with that. When you guys do your trades, put hashtag smash, accept, you know, tag us in there. But when you do it, be specific, you know, is it a 10 team, 12 team, 14? Is it super flex? Is it points per carry full PPR, half PPR? You know, we're getting some questions. We're like, do you want Dalvin Cook or this player? You know, and that makes it very different. And we'll also put your your which direction you're headed. I mean, there's a big difference if you're middle of the pack rebuilding or, you know, if you're contending and you should never be middle of the pack. You know, you're not going to find that on any of my teams. I know this is the same with John and Riley as well. Is like I was doing assessing my teams and I have 11. I got eight of them in the first and then I got three of them at the very bottom. You know, that's where you want to be. So this first one was sent in from at trade God three. He said he's got a 10-team full PPR, um, and we're assuming you know he's he's looking to rebuild here a little bit. Side one is Joe Mixon, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers. So a lot of pieces there. Side two is Dalvin Cook, a mid-21 first, and two 21 seconds. We'll start with you, John. What are you thinking on this trade? Which way are you going? He's looking at rebuilding a little bit. Are you willing to make this kind of move to get Dalvin Cook? In a in a rebuild, I, I you know I just got through saying that he signed the extension, and everything else, but uh, I, I actually would be careful there because a lot of the assets that would be given up for Cook in that deal are actually the really nice assets to build around, including Mixon, who I, I know we're going to come back around to. But remember, Mixon also signed that four year deal, so there's a lot going on in that trade. Absolutely. But um, um, yeah, and I mean I'm still trying to come to grips with with all of the moving parts in that one but um i don't know that i would be quite ready to settle on on that deal to get cooked with with all of those assets you're parting with what what do you guys think yeah twitter has it at 53 percent for the mix inside 47 percent for dalvin it is a 10 team league so we got to make sure we get those studs you know you got you always want to get those guys with that are are the ones that are going to be the difference maker. And Dalvin Cook is the biggest difference maker in there. If we look at it, Allen Robinson has had his struggles this year. Cooper Cup has disappeared at times. Cam Akers has, you know, disappeared. Joe Mixon's been up and down. So 10-team league, you know, if you're going all in, Dalvin Cook is the guy. But what do you think on this one, Riley? This was probably the toughest one. Absolutely. Uh, when, when you sent all the screenshots in, this was the one I probably spent the most time looking at and just thinking, what the hell am I going to do here? 
because it's weird. If you're rebuilding, you, a lot of times you just shoot for draft picks. And yeah. this one, the picks and Dalvin are on the same side. So it's it's almost sandwiched to where the, the four players are in the middle. Yeah. Um, after thinking, it's 10 teams. If it's 10 teams, yeah. I think I lean Dalvin in the picks. Just mm-hmm. because if it's 10, I mean, I love Cooper Cup. Love him as a player. It, that offense has been up and down this year. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's not putting up 15, 20 points a game like I would want him to. So I think you could find a replaceable guy for Cup like that, who's probably values a little bit lower and who's going to put up similar production. Look at Cole Beasley. He's starting to go off again. I mean, that that offense looks high powered and like it's rolling. And I don't think it's going to stop. And, you know, Beasley's putting up, I don't have the numbers in front of me, probably similar to similar production to Cup. So in that case, I'm going to take Dalvin and the first and two seconds because that yeah. first is top 10 yeah if you look at it that way and, it, and it's go. projected as mid and that's kind of that's the side i was taking too as i was looking at mm-hmm. you know you're probably going to have to give Allen robinson and mixon to get dalvin cook or at least Mixon and yep. cup and then you look at that mid first and Allen robinson and cooper cup are no longer worth mid first you know they're late first and then you're getting two seconds for cam Akers. you know and that's kind of how i was breaking it down where i feel like yeah even if i'm contending that might be the side i take because of you know what you can possibly do with things and but rebuild 100 I'm, I'm on the dalvin cook side but that was a trickier one uh the next one sent in from aaron como with the great twitter handle no como uh he says he wants to get dalvin cook and antonio brown and he's willing to give up you know and he made the deal gave up jerry judy james robinson and a, what he said is a potentially late 22 first now we can never really project that far out but he is a, a strong contender here I looked at his team. He sent it over to us. And guys, if you want that, you know, we'll assess your Twitter trade. But if you want it even further, you know, send me the DM. Uh, he said he's got, it's right now and it's 12 team. He is looking at a wide receiver core. He's going to have Chubb and Cook as his running backs. Wide receiver core of Nuke, Adams, Fuller, and now Antonio Brown. So, Riley, we'll start with you this one. Did he get, did he get a good deal here? You know, is Jerry, Judy, James Robinson in a first too much? Do you guys hear that? Sounds like we're in uh, we're in Mississippi State country when they do something well because I'm hearing a lot of cowbell. Is that, um, absolutely, we are it's we cowbell are time. Smashing that cowbell time. One. Heck yeah, we're smashing. I love we're, it. We're taking Dalvin there. No, it's, no question. It is a smash. Except I, I totally agree on that one. And you know he's new to dynasty, and he was he one of those guys where he doesn't have a lot of picks, but he I said, man, take that deal. You're going all in. If you're going all in for a championship, you know. We like James Robinson. We love Jerry Judy on the show. 22 first, I always say, you know, is like an early second to me. And I can get that back at some point. But you can't get back an opportunity to win the championship. You know, you're going to really regret not throwing in that 22 first to get it done. Uh, John, what do you think of the deal? Yeah, you know, I, you, you definitely it's it's hard to part with Judy and James Robinson. And, I, you know, I even saw comments on, well, you know, James Robinson is like sixth on an average points per game. But to your point, Dalvin is throwing up 10 more per game on average right now. That is yeah. the difference between winning and losing weeks. Yeah. And if right? you play points and per carry, it's it's 14 points per game or 12 it's points even per bigger. game. Absolutely. I mean, James yep. Robinson has been great and we, and we love it, but he's not going to be a Dalvin Cook. We know that, you know, in his time. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah I, I really do love this. You maybe got Judy for a late first, right? James Robinson, who knows when you got him off waivers, maybe a third, fourth. And so you're turning that into a top four running back in Dalvin. I, I like it a lot too. I'd, I'd absolutely be ringing that cowbell. 
Yeah, for smash sure. accept, baby. I love, I love that Riley threw in the smash accept there. You yeah, know? he's getting it already. This guy's a quick learner. <laughs> you know, Dalvin Cook, he's just he's so hot right now. You know, almost as hot as Hansel from Zoolander. You know, so we, hot right now. It, we were talking about it beforehand. We just kind of when we were talking about Dalvin Cook, we pictured that that scene in the cemetery where they just stop everything and they start playing the music for Hansel's entrance music. You know, and he, that Hansel, he's so hot right now. Dalvin Cook is that guy, and everybody's trying to get him. Uh, the next guy that sent it in is actually Congressman-elect David. Uh, his his Twitter handle is at O-W-N-Y-A. It's a 12-team Superflex PPR rebuild. So this is our first person giving up Dalvin Cook. So let's let's elaborate on this a little bit where if you are rebuilding, you know, and, and you don't believe in Dalvin Cook or you don't believe in the injury history and you want to move off, what he gave up is, is quite a bit here, uh, but he gave up Dalvin Cook. Aaron Jones and Ben Roethlisberger. So Roethlisberger is having a nice season. Aaron Jones, when healthy, is a rock solid RB one. But he did receive Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Chase Edmonds, who I know you love, John, Dak Prescott, and two twenty-one firsts. So there, this is a big boy trade. You know, this is the kind of trade that can make or break you. Um, I, we're going to start with you, John, on this one. What do you think? You know, this one was again. I tried to pick some really tight Twitter polls. He is rebuilding. Are you willing to give up this package? I I don't know um, if I if I'd be quite willing to do that. I get what he's trying to do in a rebuild. He's moving off Dalvin. He's trying to sell high. Aaron Jones is 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 also. I mean, he's like fourth on points per game right now. Still killing it. He was number two overall in the running backs last year, but he's a free agent after this year. So because of that uncertainty, he's trading. Ben Roethlisberger only has let's say a year or two years left, dude's tough. But um, so, you know what I would support him doing is he's picking up some pretty sweet assets. Um, but man, I mean, see if you can work this a little bit more. I, it is brutal to have to lose Dalvin cook and Aaron Jones off your roster. Have you looked yeah. at how much points you're giving up per game? You're going to have to really, it's going to be a struggle to try and replace those two guys. Yeah. In the same trade. So uh, be very careful because, like we talked about, Mike, those running backs are so important that winning and losing is often comes down to whether you got stable running backs, right? Yeah, and, and I I caution people when you're doing a rebuild. Sometimes when you swing for the fences, you know you want to do some of them insulated trades where you you accumulate those firsts and not swing all the way all in. But Riley, help me out with this one. You know, is this a move that you think? You know, our, our man David did well, or what do you, what were you, some things that you saw in the trade? My first piece of advice to uh, Congressman-elect David would be, <laughs> one, split up Dalvin and Aaron Jones. Yeah. Shop them separately. If none of that works out, if you cannot, you know, move Dalvin one-off, if you can't move Aaron Jones single-handedly, which I don't know why you couldn't, but, you know, we'll put that aside. If you cannot do that, I'm okay with this deal. Yeah. You get Clyde, you get two firsts, maybe even look to flip Chase Edmonds after the next couple weeks. Um, cool with getting Dak also. I th- I'd assume it's one quarterback league, so that quarterbacks really just are thrown out the window. No, no, this is a super flex. Oh, this is a super flex? Well, yeah. boys, we are going to smash except that side yeah. then. Uh, sorry, I guess yeah, I missed that. Dak is, Dak is kind we've, of – We talked but, about it three weeks ago with buying yeah, players on the IR and getting guys – if you're in that rebuild, I mean, he's getting Dak Prescott. He's got now he's got five shots to replace that. I mean, I feel like with those two firsts, he has an opportunity to 
replace Aaron Jones. You know, he's got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's got Dak Prescott where he, he gets younger, he improves. Um, but it is how Riley, that was a great point. We talked about that earlier is like break yeah. it down and you can get those moves. I mean, those, these teams are wanting to contend right now. Bid the start the bidding war. I mean, putting Dalvin cook and Aaron Jones to one guy, that guy's got to go. He's going all in. You got to make him overpay. If you break it up and you say, Hey, I'm shopping Dalvin cook. I'm shopping Aaron Jones. And you make separate deals. You might be able to get a little bit extra from each individual one. So by breaking that down, that's great advice to try to do that. I personally think that, you know, he made out in this deal yeah. because he's rebuilding, you know, and that puts him in a, in a good spot. Just think about that. Like that advice though. I mean, you, you know how it works. You're in Congress, right? You, you, if you try to put too much on on one single bill, you might you might get some opposition there. So I love be, that. Be savvy about it as a congressman. You, you know you know the drill. <laughs> yeah. Our next one is sent in from another great Twitter handle. It's Die Nasty Die N A and then S T E. All separated here. He's in a 14 teamer. So again, got a depth is key. You know, and you got to worry about that a little bit. It's a 0.5 PPR. We got side one, Dalvin Cook, Cortland Sutton, A.J. Green. Side two, Deontay Johnson, D.J. Chark, Darius Slayton, and Jonathan Wilkins. I don't know what you want me to say here other than uh, <laughs> Cortland Sutton is on the wrong side of this deal. Exactly. Um, we we are smash accepting the, uh, the Dalvin side. A lot of fun pieces on the other side, but – I need more if I'm if I'm giving Dalvin. Yeah, I almost looked at this trade, and I mean it is an absolute smash. Except, and this is what I this one I put in there to prove right now what you can. I mean, it makes no sense yes. on this particular end of it. But to me, that whole package isn't worth Dalvin Cook. And sometimes, oh, no. sometimes you send it out there, and you're like, look, I get three wide receivers. You know, I mean, Deontay Johnson's got the upside of a nice wide receiver too. DJ Chark, the same thing, Darius Slayton, you know, so he's got a nice little package there of guys, but that's not even worth just Dalvin cook. And then you throw in Cortland Sutton cause he's uninjured. You know, he's on IR right now. Sometimes people are really willing to just throw in players and, and they shouldn't be, you know, in this particular deal, you know, our man dynasty, he made out, he made out great. That's a nasty that, deal for sure. Yeah, yeah. That is. I like it. Ooh, a little dad joke in there. Hey, oh. Hi, yo. <laughs> I love it. All right. We'll talk real quickly about our sponsor. You know, if you guys truly want to thrive, you need to execute these top notch running back trades. To do that, use hashtag smash except for all your trades. But if you want to execute some extra cash, head on over to Thrive Fantasy app and enter the code DAD for a free matching deposit up to the first $50. Thrive is now a new DFS prop bet. You can add up to 10 different prop bets into a parlay and win up to $25,000 this week. Free $50 compliments of dad. Enjoy that. Go hit them up. And who doesn't like free money? You know, we all work it out. The next couple of players we're going to talk about really is this. We put it up on Twitter poll. This is the debate right now. You know, it's, it's white hot. What do we do after McCaffrey? I mean, obviously I, there are very few people that are going to try to say anyone's above McCaffrey. We can all agree on that. He's the RB one. And he showed it again this week, you know, post, posting monster numbers. He's putting up 35 fantasy points per game right now. And on his three games that he's played, this is remarkable. He's the RB 27. You know, we are in week nine. He's Amazing. played three games and he's a borderline RB two. Um, 2019, you know, 540 fantasy points was 160 above everybody. So he's in a tier Almost, you know, almost to himself. We had it between a couple of guys, but I posted a Twitter poll 
just trying to see who you guys thought the RB2 was, you know, and we, we appreciate got over 500 votes. Uh, the RB2, Dalvin Cook took it home with 47%, Alvin Kamara, 42%, and Saquon just at 11 What are your guys' preference out of these three right now? Would you agree that Twitter got it right? And how close is this race truly? Riley? It's extremely close. And unfortunately, Barkley's not quite in that conversation for me as of today. It's really between Kamara and Cook. Riley prefers Alvin Kamara. You know, we're going to pull the Costanza and talk in the third person. It's close. It's very close. But I really do think Kamara has that. Um, you know, endurance that he's going to be able to stay a little bit healthier over the next five to 10 years. Because when it comes down to splitting years between these two players, you want to look at longevity. And I think Kamara is going to be able to do that more so than Dalvin. I yeah. love both of them. Give me Kamara. Um, I, you know, at this point, it's, it's a preference thing because they're so close, but I'm going to take him and give him the edge over Dalvin. And it's that leads right into it. I mean, we had four specific or three specific questions. They're like, should I trade Dalvin straight up for Kamara? Kamara straight up for Dalvin. And it was sent in from at Strizzle My Nizzle, at Dan Harris 80, and at Usual Suspects. And they're all wanted to know with those kind of things. So I kind of looked at it as the same way as you. I think Kamara has more longevity, but you're looking at very equal parts here. And if you're going all in for a championship, Dalvin's schedule down the road for the fantasy playoffs is rough. You know, he's like at Tampa Bay, Chicago, which, you know, little fact here, but Chicago, he is 0-4 against them and has never rushed for more than 39 yards. Dalvin Cook gets them Ooh, this week. I didn't know that. I know. I like that. I looked that up today and that blew my mind. I mean, never more than 39 yards. So we'll really see if the hot streak continues this week. And then this that Saints run defense, which is, you know, top five. Then you look at Kamara. He gets Philly, which is kind of tough in week 14. But then he gets some of the most giving run defenses with the Chiefs and with Minnesota there, which are, those are both top 10 giving to the running back. So, you know, on top of the longevity of Alvin Kamara, the fact that he has a better fantasy playoff schedule here down the track. John, what do you think? Where do you sit on that? Dubai? I mean, we're all in agreement that Saquon's out of that top tier now. I am I mean, in agreement. Yeah, I I mean, I think that we still have to remind ourselves that Saquon did have over 2,000 yards in 2018 mm-hmm. as a rookie. But, yeah, I mean, he did fall off in 19, and we got to have the lost season now. Um, and, and that offense isn't super exciting. He is a distant fourth now, guys, in terms yeah. of dynasty value, like it or not. The poll shows that very clearly. So this is a, this is really a debate right now between Kamara and Cook, and, and they're both awesome Um just for the sake of of just debate here, uh, this is what when I was watching the games, I was I sent a text over to Mike like, "Is Dalvin Cook the running back too?" And I've been asking myself that question all week. I really kind of almost been flip flopping on this, but at this point, I am actually comfortable putting Dalvin Cook in the running back two spot. I I you know, it's hard to argue with the pace that Kamara's on. I think I, I heard he's on pace for 125 catches, so more than the 81 that we're used to. Um, I mean, close to 1,300 yards. Uh, I, I do get a little bit concerned with what happens when when Breeze leaves that offense. And um, what if, like, the coach and the QB leave New Orleans? They've really been the kind of – it's a system that just constantly looks for Kamara on that offense. And it just gives me – enough pause to where if if they really shift that offense to a different type of system does that really hurt Kamara because Kamara's not getting anywhere near the same number of touches as Dalvin 
I also think that everyone has to do on the other side of that factor in that receptions are just valued so much more than carries. And, and you guys have heard this before, but you have to weight them a lot more. And so that then I start to flip back over to Kamara. But what I what I just kind of convinced myself is that look, Cook is going to score more touchdowns. He's he's going to has that ceiling right now that he's just shown in the last two weeks, over 200 yards in both weeks. He's going to win you some weeks. It seems like he's the probably maybe the the number one big play threat in the NFL right now, leading the NFL in rushing. He's actually averaging more per game than Kamara right now. And so for all those reasons, I'm just going to give him the slightest edge. I mean, Mike, this is the Dalvin Cook episode, right? So I got to make a move for him. I know. we And we were talking about it all week. You know, yeah, as, as soon as – the week ended, you know, as soon as Sunday night ended, I called you yeah. and we talked about it and I had him there and I'm like, I keep going back and forth because it's just the PPR aspect of it. Let's all agree. Dalvin cook is the best pure runner right now. I mean, clearly oh the best pure yeah. running running back, but Alvin Kamara is more in that, you know, he's going to be safe. He, you, you know, you watch the game. It's so effortless. His, he just yeah, doesn't take I the agree. big hits. And he's never gonna, takes the big hit. He's going to nope. last, you know, and we're, we're splitting hairs when it comes to both of them. But we're, we're all in agreement that that top three is now a tier. Would you guys put McCaffrey in his tier of his own or would you put all three of them there in that top tier, Riley? Oh, I don't know. That's a tough question to answer. Uh, to answer right off the yeah, hand there. Gun to my head. Can I say they're between a tier and the same tier? It's like, like McCaffrey's got an arm tier out of one it. and then tier I mean, one B. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's one A, one B tier. I mean, I know that doesn't help anyone at all by saying that. Um, I mean, McCaffrey's probably in a tier of his own. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's unreal. I actually traded a McCaffrey share away today. Uh, Ooh, quick I mean, quick I mean, thoughts. Let's hear this. Yeah. Wow. Would you yeah. rather have Christian McCaffrey or Clyde Edwards Hilaire and CeeDee Lamb? So wow. you're you are rebuilding, right? It's not- I'm actually going. I'm actually going for it, but I don't think I have the team to win. But yeah. I think I could get lucky because I'm uh, six and three right now. Yeah. So shouldn't you have got a third round thrown in, thrown in there? Yeah, you got <laughs> a third. Come on. Here's right. where I'm going to blow your mind. I threw I threw in a future second. Oh, really? I threw in a future second. I I think I guess who still has guess who still has Mike Davis? This guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's so a great point. Maybe we're kind of hedging it there, but yeah. uh, I man, I, it was tough well, for me to, to not yeah. get Clyde and CD Lamb, who were both on buys, so I didn't realize that. But that's okay; we'll get through it. Um, but yeah, I, I took the rookie duo, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna see where it takes us in the next five years. Mike Davis is the RB ten on the season, you know, and I just saw him in the in our FFPC league pros versus Joes. He got sold for a third round pick today, and I'm. Go out there and make the offer to everyone because McCaffrey's doubtful for this week, possibly yeah, doubtful top five for next week. week and when Mike Davis plays, I mean, he is putting up 70% of what Christian McCaffrey does. I mean, and, and it's fantastic and great value. If you guys can go out there on a contender and go pick him up for a third or a pair of thirds, I think that's a nice play because you get into a situation where McCaffrey could go down again, you know, where that team starts to really fall out of the playoff picture and they – they aren't trying to risk it a little bit more. So Mike Davis is a great play, and I'm great, glad you added in there. I personally wouldn't make that deal because I'm trying to tell everybody right now to make moves for McCaffrey if it's possible. Because in you know in a one quarterback league, I think he's the 101. I think by by a good amount, and that's Agreed. not. CD Lamb is 
the truth. We talk about him on here yes. all the time, you know, and Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, the buy window for him is now as well, because with Le'Veon Bell, there taking away carries, which Le'Veon Bell has been discussing. I mean, 1.5 yards per carry has just been rough, but Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, that, that window has opened up, you know, we were at a spot where we had, uh, you know, Rich Dotson on, he was talking about how Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he sees potentially jumping into this top tier guys by the end of the year, you know, and trying to get himself in there. And that was, that was several weeks back in the off season there, but we're at a spot where there's a window for him and there's definitely a window for McCaffrey. John, what do you think? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think you got arguably the top running back and the top wide receiver from this class out of that deal. So I, I totally get it um, if you're going to kind of pivot a little bit and rebuild. You might have been able to get more. Um, I, I would have tried to avoid going the second end. It's probably the only thing I would say there, though. I, I do get I get the move, but um, I, you know, I, I guess maybe I do still value Christian McCaffrey in his own tier. And so for that reason, you, you, you're always trying to get just a little bit more so. Uh, it all it all depends on the league dynamics and what you're trying to do with your team and trying to shoot I mean, the moon. You're, I mean, you're a Wall Street yeah. guy, yeah. So you you may have actually made a really good move there. We'll find out with the futures, right? Or what's going to happen is I'm going to slide into the playoffs, play the guy I just dealt with, and McCaffrey's going to put up sixty, and I'm going to lose by seven, and that's how it's going to go. Yeah, already calling it. We'll get hey, Mike, can we get him back on the show if that happens? Absolutely. I'm not coming back. I, if that happens, I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> He's no chance. doesn't want to admit to that one, you know. Um, <laughs> this is where it gets difficult, right? You know, Zeke was up there, and we had a lot of guys up in that top tier. And I took off, you know, Dynasty Trade Calculator. I know you are you work for them, and, you know, we just, just got into a league there. So I'm excited to play with the, you guys over there. Um, wanted to go over there, composite rankings, and kind of talk about some of these players and, and see who the next guys to get into that tier um, and, and break up our own tiers. For me personally, the guys at five and six over at Dynasty Trade Calculator, I believe, are the guys that are about to get into that next tier. And that's Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders. You know, if you look at yards per carry, Dalvin's at six yards per carry. Kyler Murray's at 7.1. Number two right now is Miles Sanders at 6.1. I, I think Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs are those guys that are about to ascend into that next area, you know. And I feel like they're – I mean, are we going to put Sa- Saquon's at four, Jacobs five, Sanders? I mean, are we putting Saquon in his own tier and then these guys, or are they approaching the same value as Saquon Barkley? I mean, these guys are both – Jacobs is having a fantastic season. I'm excited for Sanders to pop back in this week. John, is that kind of similar to how you have it right now? Mike, it's scary how often you and I have this kind of the same outlook on these guys. I will start by saying, though, that I do think that there's a, there's a clear tier drop after Barkley in terms mm-hmm. of value and what you're actually getting on a week-to-week basis. So you got to consider that in trades for sure. So let's call it a tier drop. And then I, I do have Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs moving ahead of Zeke in my dynasty rankings. And, um, I mean, they're, they're both still on the rookie contracts. Um, Sanders through 22. Remember, since Jacobs is when in the first round, they ha- he's on a rookie contract through 23. So he does have that one extra year that he's stable from a contract perspective. Um, so it, you could definitely argue back and forth. They're both scoring about the same uh, per game this year. But I I, I for sure uh, have Sanders and Jacobs at five and six after Saquon, Mike. 
Yeah, Jacobs, and we, we talked about this when we did the insulated pivot show, and we talk about if I'm moving in a rebuild and I have Dalvin Cook and I'm, I'm a little worried about the injuries, I'm trading back to Jacobs or Sanders, getting a first and, a, and an upside wide receiver like I believe you could get a, a, a T Higgins or a Darius Slayton or, you know, someone in that range where you're you're moving back and getting those kind of players. Riley, what do you think of Jacobs and Sanders and, you know, what kind of area are you believing those guys fall into? I do have Jacobs up there. Now, you guys, Mike knows this especially. I love Sanders. I love him coming out of Penn State. Thought he was going to be a really, really good player. But I don't know if his value is will be in this range next year and and a couple years after that as a fantasy player he might be like a lamar miller type where he performs very very well with fewer touches with fewer touches i don't know if he's going to be a guy who says here first second third down you're going to have 300 carries and you know we're going to throw you the ball 100 times i don't know if he's that kind of player but i do love him but i have him a little bit lower like i have him below clyde and jonathan taylor in my quote unquote okay. rankings. Uh, I don't really do right. ranks anymore. Um, but if I had to rank those three, I'd, I would have Clyde Taylor and then Sanders. So I respect it might be yeah. a, a little bit. I don't want to say hot takey. I don't like that phrase, but I just don't think he's going to be in that elite tier. He's going to be a heck of a value for any team, you know, who's he's going to be, if he's going to be on your roster, he's going to be an excellent player for you in the next five, six years. But I don't know if he's got that elite status in him. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope so because I've got a lot of Sanders. Um, but I would rather have Clyde. I'd rather have Taylor. I think I'd rather have Nick Chubb uh, than Sanders for sure. But, um, yeah, don't don't uh, sway that away from Sanders. Like, go buy him if you can. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay what I would for Jacobs. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And it, Sanders has been out of sight, out of mind. But if you look at his final – stretch of the schedule here you know you're looking there's only one top 10 defense he's playing against so I feel like Sanders is going to have a nice little bounce back someone is going to recoup some value here the guy I had at number seven you know was Clyde Edwards Hilaire I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is, is so close to that that tier there with that PPR floor and we just haven't seen it yet right like he hasn't been putting up the touchdowns but you see a little bit here and you see a little bit there and he is really approaching that next level as well and then you get to a all kinds of confusion here. You know, they had Dynasty Trade Calculator has Nick Chubb at seven. They got Clyde Edwards Hilaire at eight, Aaron Jones at nine, Derrick Henry 10, and Zeke at 11. So let's let's talk a little bit about Zeke here. You know, I have so many questions in my DM. What should I do with Zeke? You know, someone messaged me yesterday. I really think Zeke is going to continue to decline. Should I give up Zeke in a 22 first to get Saquon Barkley? And I actually agree. I was like, go for it. You know, get yourself – get that peace of mind there a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about Zeke and the struggles that you guys are seeing and the value at this point. I mean, you can't move him, can you? I don't think it's a good time to move Zeke, no. Um, I think, first of all, you have to envision that offense with Dak back again. And, you know, he was a key focal point. Oh, oh, by the way, like, I think we're kind of knocking him a lot. He's still a top 10 running back this year in points per game. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think he's, he's clearly sliding down the rankings. You heard, I said the same thing. Um, and it, it, it's going to be a little bit hard to watch, I think down the stretch this year. So if you're competing this year and you're trying to make a move, like you said, Mike, okay, uh, I, I get it, but he, he's still going to be a pretty stable running back. And I, I think you still have to consider him an RB one 
The question is really how far down the list does he tumble right now? Yeah. Right now, I mean, you're, with Dak, he was putting up 22 points a game. Without Dak, it's, he's had a game of 12, 6, 8, and 8. You know, and it's, they're just yeah. keying completely on him. And, you know, that's a lot of people are thinking it's the demise of what he's actually able to do. Other people believe it's Dak. Riley, what side of the narrative are you on? I'm going to take you back to August 14th, 12.33 p.m. Riley and Mike strike a deal. Yes, we did. Stratton Oakmont, which is Ooh. which is Riley's third place squad. This is the league where I've won third place every single year since I want to say 2016, 2017. It's been a long time. I decided to move my Ezekiel Elliott share, John. And I reach out to my okay, friend Mike okay. and I said, I said, Michael, do you have any interest in Ezekiel Elliott in this high-powered Dallas offense? I can tell he with, means business when he refers to me as Michael. You know what I mean? He's just like right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the business, old, Michael, you know. Yeah. I say, I say, Dad, would you throw me Nick Chubb? He said, I think I'd do that. And I said, okay, that's not going to quite be enough. I need something to bridge the gap between Chubb and the top three back in Zeke. I'm totally just rubbing this in Mike's face right now. I'm loving <laughs> every second, second of it. Loving it. This is for the third place all these years coming out right now. I also get Alexander Madison because I have Dalvin Cook. Let's go. Smash except bring that cowbell. And I can't read the cowbell against myself. It's it just I, like, yes, you can. I, I'm going to allow that. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, come on. He's he's the guest. I even the turned the volume wow. down. I was like, nope, no cowbell. And I got Corey Davis. Oh, there we go. Got Corey Davis. He got me. Oh, former 101 Corey. Former Davis 101 well. Corey Davis. Yeah. Which Matt, my friend, our friend Matt Foreman texted me and he said, "Why even throw in Corey Davis?" And I said, "We still believe, baby." Um, I was fifth year breakout. Yep, you when Dynasty, still friends, when Dynasty Refinery was still a thing, I used to say that all the time. Fifth year breakout for Corey Davis. And, uh, you know, that was a great – I actually talked to Matt, and I was like – after the deal, I was like, well, that puts me in a spot. And he's like, I actually like the other side there. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can see that a little bit. Um, you know, the fact that I've gone like 48-2 and two in that league over the last two years, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay that's true. with it. I'm okay he's with fine. It. He didn't lose anything. But, it but is, hey, uh, Mike, let me ask you this, though. Chubb or Elliott straight up right now? I I would probably take Chubb. Yeah, I would take I would take Chubb over Elliott. So you win that trade. But I mean, you and I have done 15 trades, and I bet it's almost like right oh, down. Oh, it's it's 50. You know 50. I mean? It's gotta it, be. It's it is um, all the time. But what I John and I tell our listeners all the time is you win some, you lose some. Like I have absolutely no, I have no reservations about that trade. I would do it again in a heartbeat. because we did it where it was the time where Zeke was that guy. You know, Zeke was was in that top four running backs and that that was a spot and you know I was going to pair him with McCaffrey and all those other guys that I have on that team and I, I was like I'm all in you know and, and that was not anything that really bothered me uh, but you actually yeah, you, know, you own the first round of startups and that uh, you have all the all the guys I mean you've got everybody there but um, yeah it yeah it, it, it's it okay. is yeah, I mean, th- this particular I – mean, we've referenced this one before, but, I mean, I'm rolling out Kyler and Wentz. My wide receiver course, Michael Thomas, uh, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill. I got Kelsey, you know, and then the running backs, wow. it's it's Zeke and it's McCaffrey. There's just too many guys to list. Like, it's literally he's – for, He's forgetting, like, half his starters. I know. That's, I, I, that's how it's done I right put, there. I put up almost <laughs> 220 points a week. Like, it, it's, it's fairly intense. But, you know, we'll just – yeah, Actually, then, but yeah, so you yeah, mentioned Chris, Zeke, and I'd, I'd forgotten that we had done that deal until John started talking. I'm like, I have to find the time and the date, and I'm I'm going to celebrate here. 
but I'm in like I'm in like fifth place. My team's struggling, but it's okay. Time well, it will go down in infamy. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, yeah, I forgot Carson, Melvin Gordon, Noah Fant, the 102, Stefan Diggs. You know, like it's just it's it's there, and you know, it, it's an exciting thing because if you guys haven't done it, listen to episode two of the rebuild. Riley seen firsthand. Like I love rebuilding. I stripped that thing down from year one. You know, I just stripped it to I, I lost every single game, you know, and then I was like, I love the rebuild process. I break that down into a five step process and talk about all the trades there. So if you guys want to, you know, get your team there, listen to, stuff. to that rebuild episode. It's 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 our number two episode so far. And, and people seem to keep going back that way. Let's talk about two more guys in that tier. You know, like they have Aaron Jones at nine and yeah. Derek Henry at 10. They're they're two of the more polarizing guys when it comes to Twitter, when it comes to our listeners. Um you know, if you're making that push to go all in, do you want Aaron Jones? Do you want Derrick Henry? And and how much are we willing to pay for those kind of guys at this point in the season? Yeah, I, maybe I'll jump in here because I was hoping we would talk about Aaron Jones. I'd love to hear what Riley thinks about him because he's, he's a free agent after this year, and that's definitely keeping his value down. But I'm talking to, like, Mr. Wall Street here. Uh, if he does sign that contract overnight, guys, yeah. he's got to be considered – well up the rankings again, up into that, in my opinion, even the Sanders Jacobs tier. That's how how talented this kid is. Remember, he was the second overall running back last year. Right now, he's fourth in the league. Hey, you know, Green Bay with Lafleur and Rodgers still going to use that running back in in the passing game, in the in the rushing game. He's going to get a lot of red zone looks. So, uh, you know, that's a struggle. But man, talk about risk reward. I. What, what are you doing with that one, Riley? He is probably one of the most polarizing assets to even own if you, if you play Dynasty. And, it, you know, it all hinges on will he be a Packer uh, two years from now, which who knows? Exactly. I mean, are the, are, I don't know if Green Bay is going to pay Aaron Jones. I mean, they took A.J. Dillon in the second round, shockingly. And, you know, why would you pay and put that much money into a position where you spent – very, very significant draft capital on that position. Plus, you've got Jamal yeah. Williams, who I think is perennially, yeah. perennially one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Yeah. Does a little bit of everything. Always slides in and plays well when Jones doesn't. And I just – I don't know if they're going to pay him. And if that's the case, I'm selling Aaron Jones. If I could somehow get DeAndre Swift and whatever on the back end, I'm doing it. Absolutely. Anything with Swift, Dobbins – um, uh, to your really wow, it breaks off after Dobbins, Taylor, Mixon. You get to Kareem Hunt, Antonio Gibson, James Conner. Huge tier break right there. So if I could get Swift or Dobbins as the main piece in a deal for Aaron Jones, I'm doing that. You know, eight days out of the week. Yeah, I like that I, advice. That's a smash accept move. I just pulled that up on Twitter, and it was like, what are some some recent Aaron Jones trades? I saw Michael Gallup in a first. I saw DeAndre Swift and a second. You know, those are kind of moves where if you're believing in that and you're trying to get moved down, absolutely. Let's talk about those rookies then, because that that's that's really where people want to know. You know, are these guys going to move up? And none of them have really exploded right i mean taylor's shown some right. inabilities to hit the holes at times um dobbins is just criminally underused I, i'm watching the ravens games every single week and i'm like the dude's averaging six yards a carry and we're just you know we're throwing the gus bus out there even when ingram's down um, and he's shown some flashes and swift has as well 
what are we willing to do with those kind of guys? I mean, those are this is we we can all agree that if we had the Derrick Henry and the Aaron Jones and even the Zeke, we're trying to trade back into those guys. Talk to me a little bit about all three and who's the guy out of that group that you're most excited about, John. So, you know, I'm going to say this again, like you have to be patient with these guys. These they all could potentially be top five running backs in the league. So what's holding them back so far? Well, they're they're obviously getting acclimated to the NFL. One thing that gets lost a lot of times is pass blocking. On, on, On third down, can they count on this rookie to protect their franchise quarterback? And look, these guys are not necessarily always getting it. So it, it, it drives you crazy. Uh, someone like Antonio Gibson is another guy. He's not getting those third down carries. He feels criminally underused. Well, it's the pass blocking. Do you know how, um, but do you know, know how many third downs Antonio Gibson's played? Like one. one. It's one. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. One. So, one. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. JD, that's why yeah. J, JD McKissick has been like a low key PPR RB2 because Antonio Gibson has played one third down snap. Like he, I was going to guess like eight, but I didn't yeah. know it was one. It's one. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, throwing some stats at you there. No, um, I mean KC is a little bit different, right? They don't depend on that running back. They're always running them out past routes. So, for in terms of value in the market right now and trade value, Clyde Edwards-Helaire still is the top overall value. Okay, and uh, he's 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 on the top offense in the league. They're actually working him in now more in the red zone, particularly in the passing game. Le'Veon Bell has clearly shown that he's not going to be any real threat there. I think you get a little bit concerned about the stats, but they're still working them in. They haven't needed him in a lot of the games, but they've shown in certain game scripts, they will pound CEH as well. So, you know, for me personally, I still have a lot of love for Taylor, and I think he's the most talented of those three, and I still am, am trying to get him left, right, and center as his value drops right now knowing that that talent will prevail. You have to buy on talent. That offensive line is still great. I mean, he he had uh, – he was a little bit dinged up two weeks ago. He had the fumble. You hate to see that. But those are the things that you you will get over and get, get through. So buy, buy Jonathan Taylor on a low. And then the guy that, Mike, still is perhaps the best value buy in the rookie class is J.K. Dobbins. He may not be the absolute most talented, but he may be, the frankly, the – the most well-rounded guy of that crew, criminally underused. The Ravens uh, are, are actually struggling, I think, with their offensive play calling a little bit right now. Um, I heard Lamar Jackson was saying that the defense was calling out the plays. Something's going wrong there. Uh, but that that group is so talented. Remember, he fits that system perfectly. And so there is a definite scenario here, and I, I'd like to hear what you guys think. There's J.K. Dobbins could end up being the best of those three. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. And remember, you can get him for a lot cheaper right now. So keep buying J.K. Dobbins, folks. Riley, what do you think of those three, especially the guy that you and I are possibly talking about doing a trade here? You know, since we uh, we make so many deals, you came to me and you said, hey, Michael, I think I want to make a deal here. With you. you know, I, I take over the orphan and, you know, that's what I got like 15 messages. And then I get the group me message of, uh, hey, Michael, let's see what we can do here. <laughs> so why don't you why don't you tell everybody about that? So I was going to ask you guys before I before I said anything about these three, if you guys had to rank right now, uh, not even right now, just the next 10 years rank, who do you want? 
and you can't trade. You've got to you've got to pick them. You're on the on the clock in a startup. J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. How do those guys stack up for you? Because it is polarizing, and I I've twisted and turned about this all day, and I can't figure it out. I go back and forth. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was my 101. Period. No, no questions asked. If DeAndre Swift went to a better situation, I feel like he is the. I mean, he's that guy that has that longevity, right? Because he he can do it all. Same with Dobbins. Like it is such. I John and I talk about this all the time. We go back and forth. You know, it, yeah. if the situation, if we're just talking about pure talent of these players, I might shock you a little bit, and I might say DeAndre Swift. You know, but he's in Detroit. So that that changes yeah. everything for me because the management does not surround players there. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it, I, I, I mean, I could tell you, I, I've got a Taylor Dobbins with, but it it is very dynamic, and you've got to stay on top of the the trends and the value there. But I want all three of them. But that's how I, I rate know, them right now. That's how yeah. we do it, right? You know, <laughs> like, give them all. If you guys were doing yeah. that productive struggle, you know, I was in one last year where I have all of them. You know, and Gibson, you know, because that's what you do. You know, oh, that's man. how that's how Love you build that. those kind of things. And I know Riley's doing that with some of his teams there. Flipping the question back to you, how are you taking it? That's what I've been working on all day. And <laughs> it, the weird the weird part is that I kind of realized about this entire class. We love the top five backs. We loved them. And in single quarterback leagues, a lot of times they were the first five picks. All five players are in these really weird, sneaky committees. Yeah. I mean uh, – Clyde, we thought was going to be the guy, but uh, no, Daryl Williams mixes in. Now Bell's mixing in Dobbins with Ingram and Gus Edwards. And then, you know, Taylor with Naheem Hines scoring two touchdowns in week one and Jordan Wilkins mixing in. I thought Wilkins was gone. And all of a sudden, no, he's, he's taken 10 carries away from Taylor. And then we know what Swift is doing in Detroit. So, I mean, the top four guys are in committees, like legit committees that we didn't think was going to happen. So that was the weird thing. They're all kind of in similar situations. I think I still want – I'm with you guys. I think it's Taylor, Dobbins, Swift. I love all three. I'd love to go get the cheapest, but I think that's how I stack them right now. So, you know, hopefully Taylor gets uh, 100% healthy. I think he's a little nicked up. Yeah. But that line is phenomenal. They're going to be run-based yep. for the next couple of years, especially if they bring in a rookie quarterback. Don't think it's going to be Jacob Eason. Yes. It's got to be somebody else in the, in the 21 mm-hmm. class. Would love to see Mac Jones middle of the first round to Indy. That's nice. really what I'm hoping for right now because we are Michael Pittman fans. He was our favorite this year, and we need a quarterback not named Philip. I dig it. Not named Phillip. Sure. So and that's what the, we're doing. The last guy I want to talk about because we always try to keep it to about an hour here, and he's in that same tier according to Dynasty Trade Calculator. My has he fallen is Joe Mixon. What are we doing with Joe Mixon? You know, I mean, if, if you had to choose between these three rookies and Joe Mixon, to me, I still feel like Joe Mixon has the more value because he's shown – you know, he's in that similar age bracket. He's still super young. He's shown the ability to have those top, top weeks. What are you guys doing with Joe Mixon? We are buying, baby. I love it. Always yeah. buy Mixon. I was blown away when I saw him at DTC. They had him as RB15 because I had him in my top 10 for sure. Yeah, I got to get the boys on a conference call. We got yeah. to uh, we got to get some things squared away and situated there because Mixon is a little too low. I'd rather yeah. have Mixon than yeah. Aaron Jones, Yep. Zeke for sure. Uh, he and Derek Henry are close, but I think I'd rather have Mixon. I have um, him, yeah, right underneath Chubb, Edward Hilaire. I feel like he's above yep. those other guys. That's where where Joe Mixon yep. belongs because 
he's again, I feel like underused, but I feel like they're starting to tap into it a little bit. And it, it, it was really frustrating to me because you see Gio Bernard do exactly what you want Joe Mixon to do, yep. right? When Joe Mixon's out, Gio Bernard gets eight targets and, you know, 15 carries and Mixon's electric in the open field. He's a great pass catcher. He is a big time buy out of this group. John, are you in agreement? Yeah, I absolutely am. And just think about this. I mean, it's dynasty. So think a little bit longer term. Okay. First of all, he's locked up through 24. Oh, by the way, that's longer than these rookies are on their rookie contracts, all of them. And remember how bad that O-line is. Okay. Yeah. But he is, he is basically going to be hitched to Joe Burrow, T Higgins, and T Tyler Boyd and the crew. They are going to fix the line. They know they have to, they got to protect Burrow. And so he's in a really nice situation. You can see that offense there um, really continue to mature and put up a lot of points there. So he's a buy. Yeah, he's the RB7 right now. And and at his age of 24 years old, the fact that he's 15 is is almost – somebody should be locked up about it. You know what I mean? Like the, if he's that far uh, – 24 years old, RB7, and everybody's kind of out of sight, out of mind because he sat out for two weeks. You know, go buy Joe Mixon, you know. Riley, I got to thank you so much for coming on. You know, it's the first, you know, kind of face-to-face uh, -face kind of meeting we had here. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you and anything that you have going on right now? Yeah, hey, thanks again for having me. It was a blast. Uh, I enjoyed meeting John more than Michael, for sure. I can already stack those that way. I, I, can um, understand. I think oh, most people would we're, understand. We're not in the same tier, you know, I, I get it. <laughs> Uh, John's McCaffrey, you know, Mike's more than Aaron Jones. I'm kind of not really having it right now. Uh, I just, I've taken you on too many trades. You know, I like, I'd like to at least be in that Somebody same one me. area, you know, oh, that's bad. Um, yeah, I mean, no guys, it was, it was a blast. Uh, I'm the only Riley Bymaster on Twitter. So you just search my name. Uh, my handle's DTC underscore Riley B. We occasionally record a dynasty wall street. So stop by and listen to a couple of those. Those are, uh, super fun with, with John and Kevin, um, likes to talk about current value, future value. You know, what do you do? It really in these situations, pretty similar, but we really break it down to that, you know, to the decimal, to the 10th of a point. And, uh, yeah, so we need to get more consistent with those, uh, if they're listening, but Hey, it's okay. We're middle of the season. We're pushing for titles right now. And, um, yeah, so smash, accept those trades and ring those cowbells. Yeah. What about you, John, before you start, you know, some of us are pushing for titles. Some of us are pushing for third place. What are you, what are, what are you working on? <laughs> I had to after the Aaron. Fair, Jones fair, fair. You had to stick it in at the end there. No, I, I, I really enjoyed, first of all, Riley, um, have, having you on and hearing, I just taken some notes a couple of times and throughout some really um, good tips and, and you, you sound like you got it, got it going, you got a pro and I appreciate the CMC reference there. Um, I, I maybe maybe you actually bring Mike and I into Wall Street sometime, and we'll Heck yeah. do a little cross branding. Uh, would love I'd love to come on and mix it up with you guys. But uh, right now, that you know, again, like I'll, I'll finish with this: try to make a trade in every league you're in, and if you're trying to make a run this season, you really got to get some of these running backs we talked about tonight. We we really helped you out with kind of how where to gauge the value and what to go for there, and man, picked up a some some beautiful tips from Mike and Riley as well on how to do that. So really we've got to figure that out and uh, good luck in doing it. Let, let us know on the, the hashtag smash accept. We'd love to help you out. Yeah. I was just going to say that hit us up on, you know, hashtag smash accept. You can find me at dynasty underscore dad FF always answering uh, Twitter questions and like always enjoy the process. Boom.
It was good times, guys. I thought that was...